Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Justin Palmer Show. Today's guest is my boy, Joseph J.C. Whitner. Uh, he's an incredible human. He, uh, we, we got deep on this one. He's doing some amazing things in the health and wellness space. It's been something that's been a part of his life for most of his journey from as a, as a collegiate tennis player dealing with some injuries and then, you know, just translating that through to the health and wellness of his entire family. Uh, he, he's my brother. Um, you know, we've, we've been each other's guides many times, which came up in, in the podcast. And, you know, he's just, every time we talk, I feel like it could be, uh, an incredible podcast episode. So, uh, I'm super thankful for him joining the show today, and I hope you guys enjoy. It's the Justin Palmer Show. Here we, here we go. Woo! Okay, my dude. I honestly don't even know where we start after that little warm-up conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I don't either. It's been uh, a few few trips around the sun <laughs> universe and back as you say yeah well you, dude i actually think out of anyone that i know you have traveled like physically traveled in the earthly realm the most this year out of anyone that i know i feel like you've been on the road a pretty decent amount really well that actually makes sense because um I'm still going to hit my same airline status. I think that I would have any other year. So I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing to say out loud, but yeah, that's a, that's a fair statement. I feel like <laughs> before, we, should... before we could travel. <laughs> True. Yeah. Uh, do they like roll out the red carpet for you now? Or is it just like, from what I've heard, it's like flying with livestock. They're just like, get on, don't touch anybody. Yeah, it's, I don't know how they started, but it, it, at the beginning of the year, it was kind of like, oh, you know, it, things are kind of optional with how you want to travel, but everybody was scared because they didn't know what was happening. And then now I just saw, I, I saw a YouTube commercial for United and they're like showcasing with like dummies and these bio, you know, air quality sensors, how flying is actually the most safe thing you can do. So, you know. Travel with your own uh, understanding or <laughs> knowledge, but anyway, I've had no issue. <laughs> yeah, and what? So you guys and your company, we we caught up a few months ago. You guys have been focused on yeah. um, sort of a, what, I, from what I understand, and I have a very limited understanding of what you're doing right now. So it'd be awesome if you explain it in your words, but. Mm -hmm. you're you're helping cure some of the issues in muscular tissue that lead to other biomechanical issues in the body correct yeah very much so so i i think the thing to really share and i i come at this as actually having lived it and and been a part of kind of some of the the, the journey but it was actually when we were, you know, traveling all over the world. I think it was just before the time we were in, you know, we were in France and Monaco having that incredible trip. But I was, uh, 
I met a genius doctor probably back in 2015. He was an anesthesiologist at the University of Miami. Um, you know, he was doing all the normal things that an anesthesiologist would do, back spinal surgeries, uh, you know, replacements, this, that, like, you know, different specialties. Um, but at that time, you know, he was also this incredible creative and into it. And I was investing in, in healthcare technology companies, but while he was, we had invested in one of his, one of his previous companies, but at that time he just came to us and said, you know, Hey guys, I think I've figured a, a way to heal the body from the inside out more like, you know, when you hear that you're like. It's kind of like you and I were talking about before we got on here. It's like one of those things you can't unhear, you know, and you're like, what, what, what? Like you can heal the body from the inside out, like say more. And um, essentially he was, uh, he was actually this 35, 36 year old doctor trying to be, you know, he was obsessed with tennis, trying to get his first ATP point on the tour, but his body kept breaking down. So he basically started using ultrasound as a modality to look at this entire soft tissue layer of the body. Um, what we also know is kind of now NYU Langone announced it as like the largest organ of the body and um, the 80th organ of the body. It's like this interstitial layer. It's also can be called as like soft tissue or fascia. And he basically found a way to break up scar tissue and then remodel the anatomy um, or hydrate that planar area to return it back to its childlike state. Um, wow. And so the, the, the implications, yeah, it's, I mean, it's really incredible. There's also implications on, you know, your nervous systems interwoven into that layer, your lymphatic system, but we've seen under ultrasound being able to not only break up scar tissue, but release and trap nerves and seeing not only the musculoskeletal implications, but like the emotional implications of people that we, we see. And that was, yeah, 2018. And now we've, you know, been gotten this modality out to, you know, thousands of patients now or that have now had incredible breakthroughs with it. That's incredible. And you, I mean, you kind of resonated with that because you were an athlete, right? You're a tennis player for a big chunk of life, right? Yeah, yeah, totally. I mean, it was, I actually joked with him. I was probably a second or third guinea pig to try it because he was treating himself. That's how much of like, he's one of, like, one of the Albert Einsteins, I'd say, of, of our time. But I, I joked with him like, Doc, you were, you know, 10 years too late for my tennis career. You know, I was playing collegiately and professionally at the time. And if I knew we knew this modality was out, I, who knows, I might still be playing. Have so you that? Yeah, that's what resonated. Have you been using the treatment as well? Just to kind of deal with some of that stuff, even post playing? Yeah. I mean, so the shoulder was first for me and that's, I, I stopped playing tennis at 22, basically my senior year of college. Um, I couldn't lift my arm over my head anymore and, uh, didn't sleep on my left side for most of my twenties. Um, and so, and there was a number of things that I started doing to precurse the, the treatment and a lot of energy work and, know you and I have kind of gone on that path and a lot we could probably dive into on that too 
but um, I first got the, the, the shoulder treated. I had, you know, he saw an ultrasound that I had tears in my supraspinatus, which is, you know, that area around the trap, mm -hmm. uh, you know, area of the body. And, you know, I didn't have any college trainer do an MRI or look at this, you know, to know that I had a tear. I didn't, I knew something was off, but, you know, again, an MRI probably wouldn't have picked up any of this anyways. It probably would have said, oh yeah, we got to cut you open and you got to have surgery or whatever the, the protocol would have been at that time. So that's why I'm just, I, it's, it's helped me in ways I couldn't have imagined, but I, I use it now for that. And then I'll, I'll do things because the soft tissue is also everywhere in your body. So, you know, and in some areas more than others it impacts like your hips, you know, in this era where we're these sedentary humans that sit and we just sit and sit, right? Like hopefully we're like, you know, doing exercise and getting up and moving. But, you know, if you sit on planes, you travel, you do this, you sit at a seminar, you're, you know, you're building up scar tissue basically in, in your hips. And so those big areas, I'll get my hips tuned up. I'll get my knees. I'll, I think, yeah, hips, knees, shoulders. That's what I've, I've done so far. Yeah. I mean, that's like all the major joints, right? <laughs> it's like all the major is, ones. Yeah. This is kinetic movement and, you know, for the whole body. That's it. it that's pretty incredible. What, um, and what is the treatment specifically? Because when you explained it to me, it, I was like, that totally makes sense, right? Based on my mm -hmm. own experience with it, I, I've had a neck and shoulder injury for a couple years now and just trained through it and gotten it better through some like very smart chiropractic and uh, like active release stuff. And then recently... Mm -hmm. I've, I found uh, an acupuncturist in here in Oahu that uh, he shout out to, to Jack because he he's really helped free up everything in there through acupuncture with electro stimulus. Totally. That's and the, a lot of those modalities are super, super helpful. The, the treatment itself, so it's, it's actually called RELIEF, um, and it's a big fancy acronym. It's, I can get into to it with you, but um, what we're really, what it really stands for, you know, overall is, what, one is people were experiencing the modality, and like the, one of the first few words is like, I feel relief. I feel like, you know, five, 10 years younger, you know, than I was, or you've returned something to my original state, you know, prior to me having any of the physical pain and the emotional trauma or pain too. Um, but essentially what we do is this is an ultrasound guided therapy. And because the doctor is an anesthesiologist and knows how to get in and out of really any situation within the body, um, we are, and we have a patent on like the pacing technique. So he's, he's almost like Picasso, you know, going into your soft tissue layer of the body and breaking up that scar tissue, almost like a, almost like somebody would be fracking for oil, but you're now fracking for oil in your own body. And basically the, the thinking at least is that by breaking up that scar tissue, you can, you can trigger a naturally, a natural healing response. 
you know, and like, because what's scar tissue, it's toxicity, right? And what we need to do is get rid of the, that, those, t those toxins so we can then let the body do what it needs to do because we're all, we're our own best healers, right? Justin, it's like, we know that if we do things to improve our overall well-being, the body, like that's how we were created, you know? And so really what the, the treatment's doing is it's breaking up that scar tissue. And then we have um, a proprietary formula, but it's, it's really meant to uh, really reenact what your soft tissue layer is like when you're a child. And it's high, it's hydrating that plane in that area, which again is so, so vast. Like this, this area is responsible for holding together our skin to our bones, to our muscles, to everything. So that's, you know, that's really the approach. And we're, you know, we're really just going a centimeter and a half deep, you know, like since the doctor's anesthesiologist where it's like a light numbing sensation, but it's, it feels like a little bit of light acupuncture, but what we're doing is hydrating that plane and returning it to its natural state. Dude, that's incredible. And it's, uh, and you guys have grown quite a, quite a bit, even through this year, right? Yeah, this is, uh, I'd say last two years have been, you know, 2018, you know, the research had come out of NYU Langone around this layer of the body and the implications. And then, you know, so shout out to NYU for doing that. My brother's a, a grad of, of theirs. So I always knew he was the, uh, the wiser brother. But, um, <laughs> yeah. um, but no, I, I, the, that I think kind of triggered some of this, but 2018 was to like really prove out. And this is all like FDA approved, like, you know, MD administered, um, you know, as well. And just to, for you, for you to know, and, um, uh, 2018 was really proving that um, we weren't crazy and that this could work. Um, and 2019, we started getting this in front of, you know, folks that really use their bodies for, you know, for professional living, whether it's like athletes, performers, um, celebrities. And then, you know, from there, um, then we'd start to go to those folks where we were really a lot of people's last hope. You know, and those that were hopefully, you know, they were looking at surgery, they're looking at a knee hip replacement, they were looking at, you know, a number of things that would, you know, immobilize you and keep you bedridden and, you know, not we're and not poo pooing the healthcare system because I come from that and, you know, I'm still invested in <laughs> a number of, of ventures in that world that, I, that are really well intended too. I just think that there's there's a real opportunity here to look at things from a regenerative standpoint. And, um, you know, 2019 was proving that out and got in front of some of the likes uh, on, on the NBA, NFL, MLB tour, Miguel Cabrera, um, David Ortiz from the Red Sox. You know, he finished the treatment and basically said, you know, if I knew this was around, I probably would have played in the big leagues for another couple of years. And, then, you know, things matured and getting this to Tony Robbins and who you and I kind of come from that um, way of think, thinking and world too, and or at least have been embedded with the, some of the ideologies, right? That have yeah. really impacted our lives in, a, in an amazing way. And uh, from there, you know, um, 
got it out to more folks in 2020. But yeah, we're we're now licensed with this in seven states, and we're just trying to protocolize this even more so we can train more doctors to do it and and get this in front of more people that can you know hopefully naturally heal. Yeah, that's. I mean, we were talking about this a little bit before the show on just like the way as i mentioned my mom is a registered nurse and she's she's going through some challenges on her own right now and the first thing that i think i think i could be wrong my mom's probably gonna call me after this and be like i didn't think that (laughs) but (laughs) i i feel that i sense that she was kind of focused on traditional western stuff that would lead to the path of like a quick surgery and i'm kind of trying to push her more into just like that at least explore acupuncture for i mean i'm not a doctor right and i just i've even from my own experience because things were shut down here for six months and i I just moved here so i didn't really have any doctors or any i didn't have a network of anybody and i just through meditation i was releasing tension in the neck and shoulder area right and like literally just through heal sending as much healing energy as I could to the areas that were tight and sore. And I kept training and it kept doing it. It kept releasing. And like, I, I feel that I got a lot from that, you know? Mm -hmm. And it's, I think it's, I know, I know you've had similar experiences and I'm sure as an athlete, like you you mentioned earlier, like you didn't sleep on your left side for most of your twenties. I mean, that that's crazy crazy you know i i definitely think whether it's for your mom you know and hi justin's mom um that's listening i you know i think there's just to me when it comes to healing there's just multi it's a multi-modality approach right so it's like i i would never be one to kind of sit here and say like oh what we've created is the answer to all of life you know it's like it it's it's an incredible modality. It's an incredible breakthrough. And then, you know, to me, what musculoskeletal improvement, regeneration, et cetera, could be, because we're, we're essentially, I think one of the biggest parts, you know, you and I know this, it's like, if you just look in a certain area, you know, if you're just looking for a certain color, it's like, tell me all the colors, you know, we've, we've heard this one before, all the colors on the, on the highway, find as many, you know, brown cars as you can. We're going to like, find as many brown cars as we can, right? It's because we're looking for that specifically. And it's the same with what we found here. It's like MRI and X-ray could only get us so far, you know, to knowing like what musculoskeletal improvements and modalities could, could be. Like ultrasound is this incredible modality, but then also guiding it for the treatment and what we're doing is like us looking now, we're now looking at the same highway and looking for red cars. You know, and now all those brown cars that we just thought we were finding, like they're now red, you know, and it's because we're looking in a totally different place. Maybe you started looking at the southbound lane of the highway, not the northbound or whatever it is, but we're just looking in a different place of the body. And that's why we feel like that's why I say multimodalities, because, you know, if you had an MRI x-ray and you had this modality, you know, through ultrasound to look at the body, you could have the whole picture on how to look at, you know, what you might need. And 
then, you know, that's not even the whole picture, right? Because why limit ourselves? Like there's all these other incredible modalities. There's meditation, there's, you know, transcendental meditation, there's yin yoga that I was telling you about, which I've had some incredible breakthroughs with this year around the meridians of the body. There's, there's so many things that it's like healing is like this team sport and it's this journey and there's like these multiple multi you know modalities or components that really could be a part of it to then like be the next version of you you know and i just i told you kind of something personally too i'm going through with with my dad as well and i'm you know he's got a condition that everybody would say operate on right now. And I'm, you know, I respect what the, the entity of Western medicine is too. I don't get me wrong on this at all. Like, I think there's, I've seen, I think it's the documentary heal, um, which I don't know if you've seen yeah. as well, but it's like, there's this like time and place for when that's needed. And I completely wholeheartedly respect that and work with some of the greatest physicians in that industry too. We're also doing it in a double-blinded study with our with our treatment as well. Like that's how much we respect it, um, and we'll have that published in 2021. the The other aspect is there are all these modalities which go into our inner energetic system, our inner well-being system that can't like it's you can't ignore it anymore. Like, what are your stress levels? Like, what is your what does your blood say from like a supplement and a biohacking standpoint and a nutrition standpoint? Like what are all these things that could lead to overall well-being? And for folks like our parents that are going through things, maybe a proactive preventative. And, you know, my, my prayer and intention really is a reversal of what some of them have had to go through. Yeah. Yeah. I think you bring up a good point of, um, the proactive component on like meditation, right. And tapping mm -hmm. into that. And one of the, one of the biggest influences on my own personal meditation practice has been, um, I mentioned the book to you earlier, the healing light of the Tao by Montak Chia, which is, mm -hmm. it's a Taoist philosophy for meditation and like the microcosmic orbit of your body is the same design as the macrocosmic orbit of the universe. And so it has a lot of things with meridians and organ connection points and like all these different things um, that I, I personally feel since I've integrated that on a daily basis. And sometimes it's five minutes, sometimes it's 25 minutes, depending on, you know, what life brings my way. But that, mm -hmm my body is functioning at a completely different level. It doesn't mean I still need stimulus, right? I train hard. I train six to seven days a week still, right? It's a, that's a wow. absolute must yeah. for me is like go hard. It's just part of how I, my, I've got a lot of peace in my life. So I need like a little internal war to just push myself, you know? Um, that's where I look up to you on that one. I, <laughs> I always need a little, I need a little internal Justin Palmer Matador. <laughs> you know, strength and war yeah I it's could use some of that it's you've got it too man we all we all have it you know <laughs> i just i personally enjoy tapping into that space right and um it but that pushes my body right it, it really pushes mm -hmm. my body in a way where i need multi modalities right it's like using no acupuncture you know it's it's been more limited since i moved just because i don't know as many people 
um, in New York, things kind of just flowed because of the network that I had there from living there for so long. Um, but it's, I, I really believe like meditation is kind of like the key to connecting because then you connect with your body in a way and you can start to feel those treatments even more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's yes. I, I mean, you were sharing before we got on here too, which I don't know if you shared with everyone before, but just from your, your drive, you know, to the realizations when you were falling asleep and waking up and just seeing like, just being that having this orbit around you that is, you know, it feels almost mystical or something that is, you know, not, not attainable, but it's like it, the more it's like, the more we incorporate all these modalities into our life, you know, it's, it opens up that, that next level, that next frontier. And it's, it could be medically, it could be from a biohacking standpoint, it could be from a physical nature of the, the regiments you're doing five to seven days a week and could be spiritually, but it's, it's like, I, I feel like it's like this beautiful puzzle that we're all like integrating, incorporating the right pieces, seeing what works, what doesn't work. You get a little bit of this, you get a taste of the action. It serves, it doesn't serve for a period of time, but it's like you continue to like increase your, your orbit. Right. And, and, that then leads to the, these new set of possibilities, outcomes, and way of living and being. And, you know, you and I were talking about too, about the, I think just this realization of what's, what's here and what, what we see and don't see. And it's like, it's that conscious subconscious mind that, comes together and there's this realization that there could be all these things that you or I are not seeing in this moment right now while you and I are conversing, but it's like at the same time, there's like beauty and darkness and light and shadow and rainbows and, you know, and like sea dungeon turtles that are, you know, scary and you don't want any part of, right. Or maybe, maybe you like sea dungeon turtles, Justin, <laughs> but I, I, I just made that up, but, um, I, um, I just think there's like, there's just, there's just another level, right. There's always another level. And we, we sometimes may hit that upper limit of like, Oh, I've gotten everything I could possibly get to know about my physical body or, Oh, I, I don't want to see a, one more doctor because, you know, they've told me everything that's like, hasn't helped my, my health, you know, to this point, you know, which I'm dealing with, in, with another like dear family relative. And man, would I love to have this conversation we're having right now. And I don't know, at least today with all the conscious pivots that I know today, now it, it wouldn't speak to him, but that's why I think the open-mindedness along with knowing all these approaches and the impact could, I mean, could just serve, you know, in, in ways we could have never imagined. Totally. Yeah. Staying open is key. And, and that recognition uh, that you don't 
it's impossible that you can know everything. And that's just like a little formula of the ego to try to make you feel good, you know, is, uh, I, I think it's, I think that's how you constantly progress is just staying open, you know? And I actually wanted to ask you, cause I didn't, I don't think you and I've ever talked about that. We've talked about like super deep stuff, but I don't, I, I don't think I ever asked you how you got on the path in the Tony stuff to begin with. Right. And like mm. how, cause, cause you, in my experience you did a young you did a younger than me by probably a decade right and mm. and but when you and i met there was like this deep calmness to you right mm-hmm. and so i was just curious wh- how did that journey come about yeah when and vice versa there was from you there was like this mega creator and like warrior and like you know you're you embodied the name that you know the matador as well and that's why oh and i like we, we i feel like we got to touch touch on some of our day with destiny in 2018 because we were you know like partners through that and also like integrating that into our like our nervous system and our well-being and i like it's so profound it stays with me till this day um so to to go a little bit uh, back in time, I the the beginning of kind of all this actually took place. It was probably 2013, 2014. I was, you know, we still had CD players in our cars, I guess, at that time. And I was it was an ex girlfriend of mine actually that was putting in the Ultimate Edge in my car and I would just hear this voice, you know, and it was Tony Robbins, you know, like in that voice, that high pitched voice um, and really positive and uh, just a number of these things that like, wow, that's, uh, it's, it's, I'm listening, you know, like I'm listening, she like, show me more, you know, it's gonna, it's kind of like you, you love what you're hearing and you choose to apply it, but it's like, but is that really possible? You know, or is that really, is that available to me? Right. And, you know, I think I didn't do much at the time, right, Justin. So I don't know if I knew it was, or I wasn't in enough, you know, in enough of a position, whether it be pain, you know, avoiding pain or working towards pleasure to make a change at that time. But, you know, through that, that relationship ending and seeking out actually some, some family health issues um, that, helped me grow up kind of overnight. Um, I was investing in in healthcare technology companies, actually running an accelerator in Miami. And um, we were with like our first batch of our first, you know, 10 companies we had invested in. And I was kind of in this like, kind of deep shadow of the night type of a type of a feeling, even though I was like pulled to what I was doing from a mission wise, there was like this part of me that kind of felt lost and, you know, I'd say empty, you know, it was probably like, um, a good way, shape or form to, to put it. Um, and maybe alone, you know, it was like, it's just like, was this all there? It was kind of always asking that, that, uh, the epitome of the, is this all there is question. Right. And so I actually watched the, the, I am not your guru 
Netflix documentary. And actually in the documentary, I saw Tony actually hugging one of the entrepreneurs of that was in our space, you know, in our office space for the last three months who we had invested in. And like, they were, it was like, they were best friends and integrating in life and like smiles on faces. And I already respected, you know, this, this CEO and founder, like you wouldn't imagine. And I was just like, next day I go to the office. I'm like, no kidding. I'm like, you know, Wolf, what a, what, why are you hugging Tony? Like, what are you doing? Like, why are you there? <laughs> like, like what, like, what's that life? You know, like it felt like it was kind of this mirage or like far away, you know, it, it felt elusive. Right. And, um, he's like, it's, you know, I've been in this world for a while and, you know, he was very like open to it. He actually brought me and my business partner at the time, some of Tony's work and books. And, you know, I was like, well, this was mid November. I was like, well, I gotta, I gotta go to his event. So I, the clueless person I was, I, I looked up for a day with destiny event in the beginning of December. And that, that was, as you know, like completely sold out, like no, no chance of getting into a ticket. So I was a little, you know, bummed and uneasy at the time, but I know why it was all, it all worked out perfectly in the end, which was that, that winter I went to where I normally ski and veil with a, a buddy from high school and their family. And it turns out, um, the, the mother of one of my longest, uh, known friends was actually a trainer and a speaking coach for Tony back in the nineties. And so she was like, don't, no worries. You're supposed to go. It's all happening as it needs to. You're, you're going to go to the event in March. It's going to be UPW. And I ended up actually inviting my business partner, which was one of the, to me is one of the best decisions I've ever made. And we got to go, you know, first, first day, you know, you are like, what did I just walk into to then day three and day four be like, how do I embody and live this and now know that there's a new reality. So that was, that was basically the inception story. And then there's more as uh, leading up to the time you and I met, cause I decided I needed to really embody this and probably went to 15, 20 of those events over the next two years. So that's incredible, man. I love the connection points of just how it just showed up in your life. That's wild. Yeah. <laughs> totally. How, I don't even think I know how, how did, how did it show up for you? Uh, say I watched the documentary. I had actually done similar to you, right? I was pursuing that path of kind of financial freedom. And I kept every time I was like yeah. getting to another level, I was just like, dude, it just felt fucking empty. <laughs> and I had no idea why. And literally, I, and I would look, I would look at myself and be like, maybe you just need to keep going. Like maybe it changes over time. You know, maybe as yeah. you get more successful and you get more freedom and create more things, maybe you, you, you change into some level of peace. And I literally, dude, I was fucking clueless, C completely clueless. Um, and so we all were, well, yeah, it, it's well, nobody teaches you how, like nobody in school, no matter what quality of school you go to teaches you some of these things about 
your own soul and self and psychology and some of these things that, and every, and everybody hits it and then has like a, a different path, right? Like once, once you kind of open that up. But for me, uh, I closed like a really big deal in 2016. It was probably like, I think it was like March. Yeah. March, 2016. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, biggest deal bank financed me as the developer. No, they, like, they stiff armed my private equity partners and were like, this guy's got to have control, you know, really like Amazing. the kind of pinnacle of what you would want in as a mm-hmm. real estate developer. And I, dude, I remember closing it that night and I was like, it, and it, dude, it was fucking monument. It was two years of just battling and war and negotiating constantly and like trying to get permits and entitlements from the city and like all this stuff, just like, all these all of life's challenges in a way that just fucking fortified me on that front but it also i just didn't feel anything the next day i woke up and i was like oh shit i'm in trouble like literally the next day i was like i'm wow i don't know what's going on with me but i'm not happy right and i didn't i grew up my father wasn't really around that much when i was a kid and as most people know, have listened, that was like an underlying subconscious driving force. And so I, from there, I had a friend who um, recommended a program that was called like executive success program. And I don't think it exists anymore, Um, but it's similar to like landmark. If you've ever heard of that. Um, Yeah. It's kind of a, it's just like a self-realization five day intensive. And Mm -hmm. that, I dis- I did that in 2017 and discovered uh, that it was this issue of not being able to process growing up without my father was just like a, an anvil on my existence. And I walked out of that five days later, like completely light. <laughs> you know, I just, I had mm. kind of, you know, it's like exploring your values, doing all this stuff. And they, you know, just like any of these organizations or people that are doing it, like, you know, they kind of push you to, to do more. And I I wasn't, for some reason, I wasn't really interested in what they were doing. And I felt like I'd gotten a lot out of it, but then I watched the Netflix documentary and I was like, I gotta figure out that there's still some stuff that's hasn't been unearthed. Right. So I started with the logical stuff on like business mastery. And then, yeah. then, you know, you, you and I rendezvoused at, at date with destiny and literally mm-hmm. I, that, to me, that feels like two decades ago. <laughs> right. Like given it's pretty what's wild. Happening. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's only been two, two years. Right. Since yeah. that, that time. And it, it does because you know the thing is is that when when growth hits and then it, it happens in almost the it's it's not a like it's not it's the drip 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 tidal wave you know it's like that's that's you know you're out in hawaii now so you you know you know what those big surf waves look like now <laughs> and it's i mean that's kind of what it feels like when you start drinking out of the fire hose and uh it's like this exponential growth and it's also 
I think the beauty is, is that it opens us up to, you know, you and I have been talking about, again, different ways to, to, to do this thing called life accordingly, you know, and it's things that you've found that are really working well for you. And I, those are things that I know that I need to incorporate more into my being. And then like, I have things that I'm doing and that's how you and I, like every time we connect, we like pick up right back where we've left off because we know like that we've just like changed identities again. Like and we're evolving again. Like I thought I had a decent beard, but then I see you and that's <laughs> like the, the best, the best fucking beard I've ever seen, you know? So it's like, yeah, I mean that time too, Justin, it was actually, you met my whole family yeah. as well too. Yeah. And Which I thought was like, really beautiful that you brought your parents to that and your brother. Yeah. 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 Which was like, that was one of the hardest things to do as well. Cause you know, it's like, you know, I've known you for two and a half years and it feels like many lifetimes. Right. And so the, like once you get into this world and you get to this these deep places of vulnerability and growth and, uh, and awareness, then the best things in life are shared. And to me, it was like, I have to, my brother already year one was like, I'll do this. You know, my mom was, you know, she was always supportive, but it was like convincing the, the patriarch figure, you know, you know, who, you know, if it were you or I, you know, in that, in that jumpsuit or that body, you know, we would, also probably have our degree of skepticism slash, you know, I've gotten here, you know, it's worked up until this point, you know, so, and that's why, you know, I'm sure you've probably had to let a lot of people go in, in your life too, that aren't, you know, it, it just wouldn't serve, you know, them or you, you know, it's nothing, it's no judgment. It's just, that's the reality. Um, and there's been very, you know, there's been a handful of those that I've, said, Hey, this is, I don't know if you call it the red pill from the matrix, but like, this is like the opportunity that I think we have to like live great lives and be, 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 do and have, you know, well on this planet and incorporating family to me, it was like, it was a must. Cause you know, that's like, that's why we're here, you know, like, and that's their, we're their legacy and we're, you have your amazing family and creating a beautiful legacy of your own. And I hope to, you know, do that one day as well too. You know? Yeah. What, what was the, like the biggest challenge of kind of convincing your, your dad to come along for the ride? Cause I, it, you, you could even feel it and you know, not you, your family is, is incredible, and, but you could feel, yeah. I remember at that event, I think your dad was like sitting close to me and you could feel like he was, he definitely had a healthy amount of skepticism. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know, I, uh, he's actually like gone down an amazing like spiritual path and he's picked up on like the, the self, the SRF self-realization fellowship readings. Mm. Uh, what, what I, is that? You know, it is, I'm actually reading the book now. It's, it's fitting timing, but I, I've just started reading the book. It's so the book is called the autobiography of a Yogi. It was actually 
the book Steve Jobs handed out during his, his funeral, um, but it, like had a real impact during his life. Um, and the, the, the premise is this fellowship, but it's the, the life of a yogi. It's some of these teachings on a direct connection to, you know, to, to source God, you know, the universe, whichever uh, acronym we want to use. Um, and there's some like Kriya yoga teachings, you know, that are also incorporated in that. There's also many different compounds that I know of around like beautiful sites, you know, in California, I think some in India as well, um, of where, uh, I don't want to butcher the name, the first name, I think it's Prabhansa, but I think it's Yogananda, um, who brought some of these teachings to America. Um, and you know, there's many people that have gravitated to it, but I think the real resistance, you know, to answer your other question was that he had kind of gotten like, that was his modality, right? It's like, goes back to modality. Like that was his modality to connect, to be better form of self. And for him, it was like in this later chapter in life for him, like to connect in a way that he hadn't seen for his whole like majority of life, you know? So when he found that he was like, boom, like that's, that's what speaks to me or calls to me. And so when I brought him a different modality, which was, you know, a little more ruckus, a little more like physiology based, a little more like aggressive, you know, of a modality than reading a book and doing meditations and doing Kriya yoga or whatever it is, it was kind of like a, a threat to the, the inhabitant, you know, that he had set up. Uh, or the threat to the, the habitat, excuse me, that he had set up. And so I, uh, I think that's what was the, the biggest resistance. Um, mm. And so it was trying to just really, Justin, just like connect what was his like highest meaning and form of self that I could like enter in exactly where he's at, meet him where he's at and say, hey, this is not to challenge what the path and the modality you're on. This is so you can go deeper in that work. This is so you can grow, give more, love more, all the things that you want to do on this path here and now. And uh, between that and actually a letter I had to write him, I actually remember as when I saw you at UPW, the, you know, in New York the, the month before and we had dinner. Uh, I think that was that. Where did we have dinner? We had dinner at the Zuma or something I think like we're, that. Yeah, I think we were at Tao. Somewhere in New York. Yeah. We were at yeah. Tao. Yeah. yeah. With the whole gang. That was, yeah. that was a blast. That was but awesome. It was, it was that day. Yeah. It was that day that I got a response from him. He's like, I'll come. And I'm like, oh my gosh. You know, it's like, so that was, there, there was a lot to it, but you know. When you want something, when you choose for something to be in your existence reality, and I like chose for that to be in his reality, obviously from not a place of force, but for him to like see the light, he chose to see the light, to, to be open to the possibilities. Yeah, that's pretty incredible. I mean, it's, uh, that's a great thing to do, right? For, for your family or any, anybody you care about, right? It's, you know, I've done it for my wife. And that changed a lot of stuff for us, right? Oh yeah, I actually I remember you you sh some of the great shares you did when you opened the the doors to to this for her, you know. So, I mean, 
one of the more inspiring things I've ever, you know, you've ever shared with me and I've ever heard was like, just how you like, you stood in like, like as the, as the, the divine masculine would, right? Like you stood as like the tree and said, Hey, this is like, the tree is here. It's rooted. And like, this is like, there's this modality. There's, there's, you know, to open up new possibilities that you should look into. Right. Like that's, that's how I remember it. So yeah, I was, I'm like getting teary eyed just thinking about it, man. Cause it's, uh, I think the same way that love that you experience, once you experience something like that, where you, you open up, you like, I'm a believer that I, I truly, truly believe that everything is created within like everything that you experience in the external is created in the internal. And, you know, my wife gave me the space to go figure out what I needed to figure out. Right. And she didn't, she definitely, you know, it was challenging coming back. Every time I come back from an event, I'm literally a different person right? in a, in a big and fundamental way. And she's got two young kids and like that was early on. I didn't necessarily see it that way. I was like, I I felt like it was my oxygen, right? It was literally like, it felt like it was a lifeline for me to go do this work for on myself. Mm -hmm. And yeah, then you get to that point where you're like, okay, I'm good. I need to help those around me. Right. I need to give them the opportunity, you know? And I was, you know, for my wife, she, she grew up in the Soviet union. So there's definitely some unpacking to do there that she did. And, uh, and it was also in the way, in the most beautiful way, like you, you came and visited us when I I took my three young kids to Miami and Mm -hmm. even that. That was it. Yeah. While she was, she was in Australia and that trip for me was like the, start of a major reconnection with my kids because I had just been traveling so much. I mean, I was traveling 20 to 25 days a month for four and a half years, right? My son was, he was six and a half, right? So for most of his life, you know, I had like a three-year-old and a baby, right? Literally a four-month-old baby. And it was, that trip was like a deep reconnection with them in a way that I mean, I'll, the trip is locked in my heart as one of the greatest yeah. trips of my entire life, you know? Yeah. It's beautiful, brother. Yeah. The, I, it's, it actually, now that you say it like that, and I didn't know that it, there'd been like that time gap with you traveling for all those years too. So it's, it was, yeah, it was basically like a time travel type of trip. Right. So it's like, you'd like, gone through the time machine with them. Like, you know, now I'm here and it's, um, just powerful brother. I mean, like the, the fact that you're able to kind of do that and like, and then reignite that with everyone, like your, your wife, kids, you know, I, I can relate on, on this front, not on the kids logs. I don't have any of my own yet. But where I guess I, I can is that I, there was this also like period through relationships where you know, I, I mentioned it was like I 
was you know open to those possibilities, but I hadn't been in any type of relationship for you know six plus years, and you know then you start going through the work of like what you want to call in, manifest, create in your life. And I, I almost thought it was like, well, is this person going to have to go through like all those same things and like all those like teachings, growings, learnings, modalities, like are they, are they going to have to be in that vortex for me to find anyone, you know? Cause it's like, it felt like there was almost like quote unquote, like a, a scarce supply or like, you know, like, like, could anybody else be looking at this level of introspection, which is like a total mis misalignment, misjudging and like a limiting question. And as I kind of like surrendered out, I'm like, It'll, you know, we'll show up, we'll show up and I will continue to increase my, my frequency and my energy and call in, you know, what I'm seeking to call in and as I did and brought in like this incredible, person in my life, it was, you know, there's been like these things this year, which has been this 2020, like, and we've all have these different interpretations of what this year has been, um, opening her up to some of these, she's opened me up to some of her modalities and like things that she's taught me about, like that she's known, which are things that I would never have looked at. And I've been able to like, at least show some of these things. I actually sat her down when like the beauty of quarantine in April was that I had all my books from David Destiny and we like went through all that, you know, her and I, and I was like, kind of being like, like you were to me, like we were partners and you were like the matador and you were like, making sure that I would like own and yell and get to like another level that I didn't even think I had within inside of me. I was kind of like doing that for her to like find these new, you know, areas for herself to discover or rediscover. And, you know, it set her up beautifully for now. Like, you know, she just did David Destiny virtually this year for the first time. And, she, you know, she was just like, if I didn't have, what we did in, you know, March, April, I wouldn't have been anywhere near as ready or prepared for, you know, now what we're doing and what we did in December. So it's like, just how it plays out for us. It's like, you now hold that trip you had with your kids in this like special place. And I like hold that time that her and I had to like go through like in March, April, when we didn't know what, you know, you know, left from right, really, in those those few months, it was just like, okay, you know, it's the apocalypse is maybe here, or it's like, or it's like the best time to recreate ourselves ever. So I think we, we chose, we chose accordingly. Yeah, that's beautiful, man. Yeah, that's, I can imagine um, doing that event digitally is probably more of a challenge. I still think people could get a lot out of it, right? For sure. Totally. Um, and it's almost like if if you haven't considered that as a path in life to just check it out and be open to it and what you can learn, it's absolutely every every minute of it is worth it. And like it, as I reflect back to all those moments, like 
the I, I have a thing where like every, we all are just each other's guides, right? We, and we all become each other's guides at different points. Like every human that you interact with, including my kids, right? I, I surrender to that when I, when I feel the need to, right, in my heart, with, especially with my son, because he's like the oldest and most mature, you know? Mm. Um, but I'm realizing like what you were saying where like I was pulling out another level of like energy in a, I don't, I don't know the right word, right? aggressive way for you. I remember you were bringing me to this place of just like connectedness in the heart, you know? And I remember you wouldn't, you, you were like, that wasn't it. That wasn't it. That wasn't it. You know? And it got to that place where it was just like total <laughs> peace. Right. And that was one of the first yeah. times I've ever experienced peace at that level, you know? Mm. I remember that moment, man. That was, that was both, both ways, you know, cause it was like, for you, it was like finding that state of like, I, I think I still remember for you vulnerability, right? Like that was yeah. like one of the words or away values. And for me, it was definitely like, you know, I had like energy as like a power virtue and like just feeling like this unstoppable force, you know, which, you know, it's, it's interesting. Like, when we're trying to find those parts of ourselves that again, they've been there or maybe they haven't, at least in this reality, or we don't think they've been, but like, they're very much within us. It's just like, how do we pull that, yank that, like, it's like that fish hook, like pull that out of the water and, and bring it to life. And I, there, there's another thread I wanted to hit on with that, but I just think the, that was that was just really a profound profound moment because and, and what you talk about your son too and now allowing him to be your teacher and guide and we because we all need that because it's for whatever reason it's like i i think i just put this together now which is that part of us called the ego wants to know you know, it's like, it wants to, especially when you start, we start going on this path of like involvement, growth, et cetera. It's like, Oh, I know that. Like, oh, I've been there. Oh, I've, I've lived that. I know that. And it's like, do, but do you, do you, you know, like I, I just think there's this, this opportunity to remain totally open to the possibilities and there can be this like beautiful place of like inner knowing. So, and it's like these subtle little shifts. Like we've, you know, I think I've talked about the subtle shifts of certainty too, right? It's like, we want to live in certainty or do we want to live in absolute like certainty from a place of scarcity or do we want to live in certainty from a base basis of being absolutely certain that no matter what, you know, it's all going to be okay. Or it's, we're going to find that inner peace or, we're going to make sure our, our wife and kids are like totally aligned, abundant, you know, we'll, we'll find their, their truth, their answers, you know? And so it's like the subtle shift with knowing too. It's like, we have an inner knowing that we're all exactly what we're supposed to be. We know we act with the utmost con consciousness. We know right here in this moment, and we are totally open that we know nothing, 
right. and uh, right. we <laughs> like we can evolve and grow and and be open to all those blessings you know that can come to fruition and come forth in our lives totally dude that's a what you said about the ego i think i i just learned something incredible as well because it's i think in this movement people keep in everyone's journey as they go on this they try to eliminate the ego but it's the ego is what helps you grow right it's not a bad thing it's not all bad just like anything it just needs to be balanced right yeah. it needs to be balanced with that desire to grow along with a desire to stay open you know and and continuously totally. learn from whatever source that is and how we were talking about this a little earlier um as well which is like and i'm curious i'm curious if you've experienced this or where you're at in your journey because i'm at a place of like full surrender i've looked back at my life <laughs> in like full spectrum and i'm like holy shit dude this was always happening this was always ha it, it was me that chose not to see those things right and i reflected you know all of these things i was talking to aj because he and i do a regular thing that's just around fatherhood, but it's basically an excuse for me to just connect with AJ on a regular basis. I love it. <laughs> I can't wait to hear that. It's That's we amazing. just we basically just talk shit and talk consciousness, you know. <laughs> um, but I've, you know, when I originally processed the stuff around my father, I had that moment of peace where I like I was like, oh, everything happened the way it was supposed to happen, right? He was my father was who he was in order for me to become who I am. And then you, that you're like, oh, I already experienced that, but I've stayed open to that where I now see all these different things that I had, like, I got in a lot of trouble when I was a kid. I had a lot of rambunctious energy and with, mm, without I, I a strong, those stories. Yeah, <laughs> I was, I was pretty <laughs> wild. Um, wild Justin. Yeah. And you know, my mom, dude, my mom is like the best human on on the planet. She's she's definitely top top three. <laughs> she really she just never gave up on was. me. Yeah, she she never mm. gave up on me. You know, and even though I was getting in a lot of trouble, and I think I mentioned this to AJ the last show we did, which I ha there was one thing in my life. I went to juvenile detention for a couple of days when I was like mm. seven. I think I was seven either about to turn 17 or 17. And it was like a real, this was a real embarrassing thing for me as I stopped hanging out with the, with some of the people I was hanging out with and tried to like have a job. Right. And just like be normal and be educated, be educated. Right. And there was one thing that happened and I know I've said this before, but I just, I can't stress how, beautiful this moment was where my, my friend's mom worked at the juvie center and I was in getting processed and she like ran by on the way to some other section of the detention place. And I was sitting there and she like runs back and she like pokes her head and she's like, Justin Palmer. And I'm like, yeah, she's like, what are you doing in here? And I was like, Oh, you know, I got in a little trouble just a couple of days. She was like, all right, I never want to see you in here again. And like that statement, mm. 
I only remembered that a couple of months ago. And I was like, man, wow. that's the fucking universe. That, I walked out of that place. And I was like, I'll never come back to a place like this. It changed the trajectory of my entire life. And it was really wow. her statement of just like, you can do better than this. You know, that's what it was for me. And I changed my friends, yeah. a lot of my friends. And I hope some of these guys are listening because I fucking, even though I haven't seen them in probably a decade plus, I still love all these guys. Right. We were, we had, mm. man, we were fucking wild, but they've had big challenges, dude. A lot of them went to federal prison, like six or seven of my oh. closest friends got nailed for drugs, robbery, you know, just bad, bad mm -hmm. stuff. And totally. my friend's mom, just like her consciousness connecting with mine in that moment completely changed the trajectory of my life right which is a big reason on why i like doing this because you never know what someone is going to take away from a conversation never. right never and that's you know like we rare i rarely use absolutes anymore because it's like even that you know because you, you can like project i i even you know, same for like old time friends. I was talking to a friend recently and he was like, he said something about like, you're always this. And I'm like, always is an absolute, you know? <laughs> and and it, it's like always and never and all these things, but it's, it's, you never, in this case, you truly never know. It's like you and I have heard the quote too, you know, if it could help one person, would you do it? Yes. You know, and that's like why you're doing this, you know, and it's like, I love you for doing this, you know, because it's, um, yeah. I mean, if, if we could help one other of your like amazing friends and people who, who you love, right. It's not like you took that advice from that friend's mom and you probably took it in some, I, I don't know why, you know, like it stood out to you for some reason, right? Like, maybe it stood out because it wasn't your mom, you know? And it was like, you wanted to like do well for that friend's mom because like you, that was a, a good friends of yours. And that mom always treated you right and always did right by you or always did the things that like were good for you. And that made, that forced you to like have that level of change that you, you know, you kind of swept under the rug, but now like, through deep thought and recollection, you like realize that that inception, like that moment, like the moment that everything changed for you, like that's the big bang theory. And my, like, that is the big bang theory in my mind. Cause it's like, that's how earth, you know, heaven, earth, the planets, all those things were created. It was like, was it the point of creation or was it everything preceding that? Well, it was both, right? Like they, like, it was like, bam, like that's what, quantum physics that's what like these points that we like try to separate it's like oh like maybe it was just that one thing it's like no no it was like all these things that led up in justin's life and that moment with that intel from that mom got you to change and for you to be the man and the reality you're living today which is an incredible one and man like i I hope nothing but that for your friends and like, look for a lot of my friends too, that I've, you know, I, I don't know what some of the realities of, of them are or is, but 
you know, there's definitely plenty where I've kind of wanted to like hand them the red pill, hand them the red pill, hand them the red pill. Let's like, let's like create a, a future. Let's create a, a heaven on earth. Let's like be, do and have. And like a lot of that is probably still noise to them, you know? So I'm like, but I'm totally respect, respectful and respecting of that, that it's, you know, they haven't heard the thing they needed to create change, you know, right now, or they don't want to change, which that's fine too. And I don't judge them for either, but I don't judge myself for not like, also, which is important for us, you know, is like trying to embody the way we want to live and, and help others. And I don't know, Justin, sometimes I even feel like with this, that, you know, we always lead through love, but sometimes that love has to be masked in a way, you know, that almost challenges their own integrity and like, says, well, no, I'm actually, dude, I'm going to fuck you up if you don't change, you know? And it's, <laughs> yeah. and it's like, but I would never fuck anyone up, you know, let's just be, let's be totally real. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Like that, that's like my stream of consciousness right now. It's not what you said, but it's like, it's amazing when you just find like that one ventricle. And I like, what's crazy is like, I look, I, I, and sometimes it's the mind trying to control. I, I'm, I bet for sure. But it's like, wow do you realize like that call that we just had and like what like the possibilities and like what that's going to mean that two millimeter shift or like wow do you realize this like podcast episode that justin and i just had and the possibilities and like what that's going to open it up into you and i don't know right now but you know we we both have one thing behind this for sure or two things it's like love and intention right like that's like the intent of like any of this, but I think for, especially for like what you're putting out in the world and uh, hopefully some of the things that I get to ping, play ping pong with you uh, in this, this word, word gerbil with. <laughs> Dude, it's, I mean, even just your story, right? I mean, people resonate with stories. That's why people love reading books about someone's life, right? That's created something that they want. It's, that it's just everyone has a story. And I, my view is, you know, I, I know enough people with incredible stories that those stories deserve to be shared, right? And this is my formula for doing it, right? I, you know, I always... I can tell you put a microphone in front of me. I'll talk for endlessly, right? But it's, it's I'll true be, though. Like, listening. <laughs> it, no, but it's, it, look, man, that's, uh, I, it, you, when you see life through that lens of like, you don't need to change someone, right? You just need to be the best version of you. There's not very many things out in the universe that tell you that society is not structured that way. Right. And I see it. We were talking about it before we, the show, we should have recorded the, the, the pre pre connection too, but it's all coming up now, which is awesome. That was, that was some good stuff. <laughs> it was awesome. It, it always, is. I feel like every one of our phone calls could be turned into a podcast. Literally yeah. every one of our we'll conversations. Yeah just because you never know what you're going to get out of it. But it's totally. with my kids, you know, you see these transformations happen and I've connected this year 
I know, I know this year has been challenging for a lot of people. It's, it's not that I don't have challenges. There's def- there's certain things in my life that I have challenges on always. I just, I know that I have the power to transmute any of those challenges into any form of creation or outcome that I want. And it's not like an mm-hmm. arrogance thing. It's a, I'm that connected with myself, you know? And amazing when I, you know, a big challenge for me is being fully present as a parent. There's always another mm-hmm. level that you can get to on that front. Ooh. We were talking about that, right? I'm sure. That, yeah. And as part of my desire to move out here was to restructure my life so that I could be focused on my family a hundred percent. Right. And I'm, I'm questioning like the idea of, in the context of work in terms of the family unit, where like, if you structure your life so that you spend 80% of your time away from your family, are you really being in service to the future generations? Right. I understand there's a need for, financial stability there's many ways to get that right there's infinite number of ways to get that i found a way to meet the needs of my family without having to be separate from them right and be present Mm -hmm. and of course that's going to bring it's you know i'm this is a new thing for me right i was doing what most western men do for all of my adult life right and i'm like Totally. I'm going, but I'm like, we're going to work the land as a family. Like that's where, that's the trajectory that we're on, right? We're going to go educate each other, right? It's totally that I think resonates with me in where I'm at. And I just, I feel it in my heart that like, that is my duty as the father of this family unit. It's amazing. And I got to honor you on that one too, because I, I think the amount of foresight that you have on that too is, is remarkable because I mean, you almost think about it like, okay, you're going back to almost the, the family roots, right? Which would be on land, on farm, on what have you. And like, if anything, 20, like this year or two is, is taught me, it's like, we think we have a, you know, we've talked about everything you know, we've a little bit uh, on this about like health and well-being and modalities and this and that. And it's like, to me, if we're talking about like, and I've seen this from a healthcare perspective, the things that need to be considered, and I actually really want to do something or maybe you'll hold, hold me to it since I'm like speaking it out verbally, but TED, TED Talks haven't really been around this year as much. But the next thing that really happens within our health and well-being is what happens with our environment, you know? And, you know, you there are these, you know, documentaries now about how much topsoil we have remaining, 60 years at least from what that, that Woody uh, Harrelson documentary is. I haven't even seen it all because it's, it's scary to even, you know, if you look at it like that, you're like, oh, wow, that feels really disempowering, 60 more years of farming the way we used to know it. But it's like what, what you're doing is, is looking ahead at to what's like really needed. And it's, it's like the well-being of like the family structure, but it's like the environment that you're creating and like sustainability, like within that. And it's like, we've kind of had this element within society that it's like, you know, most 
and it's it's a little bit because like look i'm i'm a capitalist right so it's like <laughs> and i think i think you are too or i think a lot of us are and, but it's like at the same time it's like there's this collective that we have to bring people together and it, it is even as a capitalist i still feel responsible for why somebody isn't living their best life or is on the street or is doing it like because like it's not a lack of resources as to why you know two-thirds of the planet doesn't have the accessible drinking water or you know or sanitation or whatever it is it's it's a lack of like resourcefulness it's a lack of like connecting all the dots and threads empowering people to be in their own I mean, there's just so many, like, that's a whole, I think, episode in itself, you know, like going into that, but like, you're, you're like, just looking ahead as to like the needs and like the family construct is like, you're looking at things. So it's like your kids, cause like our parents carried more trauma than we carry now in this life. Right. It's just a matter of like growth, evolution, involvement. Um, now, and I heard a pretty cool quote around that one too, um, which is, yeah, we, we hold 10, like our parents kind of hold 10 times more of the trauma than we held, mm -hmm. you know, in this life, which is like now it's part of this whole growth and evolution. And like you're, you time traveled with your family, kids, wife, so that those wounds weren't repeated from separation that you may have had with your dad and him not being around. And now like that's, that's being lived and foreseen when you tell me like, you now have these new ways of like conscious punishing, conscious, like, like learning. It's not even punishing, like punishing would annotate you did something wrong. It's it more like, Oh, like that didn't serve. Like I need to do better next time. You know, like that makes sense, dad. Thank you for teaching me that lesson, you know? Uh, so and he's going to teach you lessons because you or I for sure didn't know that at six years old. And Dude, I tell you, like, yeah. we just learned it in the last like few years. If that, you know, like maybe this year, I don't know. Like <laughs> there's a lot of involvement. So uh, anyway, I'm, uh, it's, it's beautiful what you're doing within that construct and it's seeing ahead because like, we're going to need a lot of that to, I think embody a new way of living, new way of family constructs, relationship constructs, conscious living, conscious sustainability, farming, like we're a lot of people on a small little rock flying around in a cosmic <laughs> universe. Right. <laughs> it's true. I, yeah, man. It's, well, you, you and I always find such an incredible wavelength, you know, and it's fun. It's it it's really is. It, it it always is. And um, yeah, I mean, I'm just honestly, I'm just, I truly am just trying to serve my family to the best of my ability. Like it's that's my motive is to like, like you said, it's like I I was 36, 37 when I started scratching the surface on this stuff. If I can, if I've learned all this stuff. I have to find a way to distill that down 
to these kids, right? And it's the last dude, yeah. the last few days, the last few days where like sometimes I'm like, are they even listening? Like, do they I wonder if they even like hear me? You know, if they are they even hearing it? How can I change that mess? I'm a, I'm dude, when it comes to being a father, I'm like, I will fucking put my life force into innovating in that space in a way that they can understand because I view this as that critical. It's that critical of a mission. And there was something I read. I, I I read this book called bowl of light, um, Mm. which was like a, I think I mentioned to you before the call that it's a memoir of like an anthropologist who got to know a Hawaiian elder and he, there was like a one line, it was super subtle, but he mentioned it in a conversation where he's like, the elder was talking to him and was saying, everyone has it in reverse. They think that they're living based on the past, but what you're actually experiencing is that you're, when you're connected with the universe, is that you're providing your future ancestors with what they need, with the skills that they need, right? And I was like, huh. That's fucking interesting, man. Like, if you think about the things that you choose to do in that context or surrender to that flow, right? If if you can get to that point, it's that's just an incredible way to look at things, right? It's like there's no the past and present meet at the right here, right mm. now. And that's the only thing mm. that ever exists, right? Mm. Is the right here, right now. And I've seen that translate for my kids in different ways where like my son is a, he's an incredible negotiator and it's like, like (laughs) relentless, relentless. It's like, Oh, we're not going to, you know, you guys won't really listen that well. We're, we're not going to do this. He's like, yeah, but is it like done, done Papa? And I'm like, well, you know, he's like, anything's possible. Right. Papa. And I'm like, anything you, I can never say no to that anything is always possible, <laughs> right and now he's like pulling out these magical things like just these beautiful thing. the other day he was at a birthday party and like you know just being a boy getting a little too rough and I was like hey man I think I think we should go home and he was like no what can we do I'm like I, how do we solve this problem and he was like he's looking at me he's staring at me and he's like ho'oponopono papa you know, the, I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. Because we do oh, that. Was too good. And I was like, dude, too good. he said the only thing that was going to stop me from taking him back to the house. Right. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, that is just like, it's beautiful to experience that stuff. Right. I, there's, I can't tell you how much I, it fills my soul to just mm. be present with these kids. Hmm. Round of applause for uh, what? Can we say Justin Junior or uh, <laughs> my boy Max? Max, yeah, Max, that's amazing. Um, yeah, it's you know I a couple things come to mind on that one, which actually when we talk about yeah what we're doing now karmically in the future and for like our future kids, generations, brothers and sisters, right. That are all coming out into this planet. Um, I can't take credit for this one. So I got to give a shout out to uh, Dr. Marcos D actually on this one, but 
I'm doing some pretty interesting uh, biohacking of sorts, and I'm looking at all my blood panels and work. Like I, I really wanted to understand like everything on a metabolic level, and I've also I've been in in, in health and healthcare. But I, to me, this to me this is like my health insurance policy. It's not some, some fucking like you know waste health insurance policy with like access to not the best care you know like it's i i think there's anyway i'll get off my my um my stool on that one because i I think i could go off on some of the things we see there and having lived it and seeing the intertwinings of healthcare systems today but i you know one of the things he said uh to me is like we have for our environment and for our genes. And we have 20 amino acid receptors that are turned on for how humans interact and like all of our genes and traits, et cetera. Dude, 44 of those are dormant. Like, so I like, uh, when we're talking about like from like an environment, like a gene perspective, like there's things in that Justin, I mean, we're talking like humans to develop wings, like bionic vision. Like there are things like when we talk about evolution, like we were what we were, uh, we, we walked on all fours before, you know, but we weren't even homo sapiens then we were something else. And now we're on our two feet and doing what we're doing. And it's like, there is this next evolution. There are like, not just from like a woo woo energy, like, okay, we'll evolve. And like, we'll get to that, that, that new orbit that like you're living in, in Hawaii, which is amazing or wherever I am. But there's like these other things that like could come about. And like, there's also things on an environment level, like that we're really depleted of right now too, you know, but like, that's like, that's the learning that we need to go through from like a total consciousness level so that like the next generation, the next, you know, brothers and sisters that come here, like they, like those things are ingrained, right? Like there's, that's my kind of like hope and wish. There's also a generation right now that's seeing everybody in masks that are being born right now. And like, that's kind of the programming that's being had. So like, that's, there's like crazy implications to that, which like to me are alarming, but I hope like, I think there's a path out of that. Um, I, I know there's a path out of that. Otherwise I wouldn't, I wouldn't know what to do in the morning if there wasn't. You know? Totally. Yeah. Um, I'm dude. I agree with you, man. I, I think, um, it's, it's, we're in a challenging time and I think that is what, creates the next evolution of great i i have nothing but hope like not nothing but hope Mm -hmm. because i know it'll lead to something better than the current situation right and i do i do see Mm -hmm. like i i don't monitor the news really that much um and i'm thankful that i've been off that for a long time right don't, and don't do it this, don't yeah well yeah. i still you know I, I still get cravings every once in a while just to see what's going on in the universe right in the physical universe and uh man 
I'm not going to lie. The, like the politics of what's happening right now, it feels to me like it's destructive, you know? Mm-hmm. And I, I want to, I want to be a part of regeneration. Right. And that's, that, that's kind of, yeah, that, uh, you have to be. And I think you're, and you're a part of that. Like, I love that you're doing when we, when we connected a few months ago, just to hear what you were talking about in terms of healing, right. And, and having connected in this path and how like your whole life kind of just came together like this, like you, you know, you connected with a woman, you found this thing, like everything is happening when, when you were ready for it to happen. Mm -hmm. Right. Which is how I feel about my life too. And I'm seeing it, I'm seeing it happen with AJ, right. It's Mm -hmm. when, it's like when you do the work for yourself on yourself and you realize that everything comes from within and that can go, you can, we could talk about that endlessly. You start to understand that you are a co-creator of the universe. Right. And once you understand that, like we said before, there's no looking, you can't unsee that. You can't unsee mm-hmm. the beauty, the power of creation. Mm-hmm. That's, I mean, that's the closest thing I think to truth, right? And so, you know, we could have this existential conversation on what is truth. You know, that's, I think I sometimes go down that path too, but it's it's, it's really a choice, right? So, um, and it's really a choice to create or not. You know, and um, I think you could get into like, oh, there's all these other elements, and sure, that could be it. But like, I think for simplicity's sakes, I don't try to complicate that because I think that's that's just a way to be, right? Like from from that place, and you know, I actually because we're it's not like we haven't been vulnerable on this this. This discussion tonight here or anything but I actually wanted to ask you a question because um, you know you mentioned what you do for and showing up for your wife showing up for your kids and like being that like ever present like role and figure and I actually am curious this is like as like a man like from like this divine like, like masculine place too which is you know how do you, how do you embody like this sense of like more presence? And maybe that's not even the real question. I think it's more like if I'm, cause the masculine seeks to like resolve, right. And fix. Right. And like, it's something I'm actually going through right now, been in the evolution of my own relationship with my, my partner, which is, you know, just like how to be that present force but also that like empathetic understanding, like if we don't want to, you know, we could fix this or, you know, or we could just not, you know, like we could allow it to like be and that's okay too right now, because it's, you know, if, if not, like we're not, you know, I, I, I feel like whenever I try to fix too much, I'm not being the present, like, 
person or figure or role that I need to be. And, you know, that could be in a relationship, but that could be for like anyone. So I'm just like, since you do such a magnificent job in that area, I'm like, I had to turn the tables and ask Justin <laughs> on this one. It's a great question, dude. I, I don't know. I appreciate the, the kind words. I don't know if I'm doing a magnificent job, but I'm doing the fucking absolute best that I've got in my soul, you know? Um, Fact. It, it's, look, I think um, it's a, it's a mix of things, right? There's no like one magic formula, right? Where you were talking earlier about how like sometimes people need to hear a message in a way that they're going to understand like, Hey, I'm going to fucking, you know, take some serious action on this if you don't. Right. And sometimes that's yeah. the message that needs to get delivered. And mm -hmm. I'm a believer of that in some ways, but I'm also, um, as I've settled into myself more, there's just been a complete comfort with silence or space. Right. And that, I mean that in a more than just like actual silence or giving someone space. I mean that like in every sense of those words, right? Where like whatever you decide to do in that moment, if you're doing it from your heart, then you're being present, right? And even the, the lack of presence in a moment is only a reminder to be present. It's not a bad thing, right? Like you have to like stop. Mm -hmm. I've like detrained my mind from judging myself because I was so I was so judgmental of myself for so long. And it takes dude that I feel like has been a multi-year process just to deconstruct that. And mm -hmm. in doing that, yeah. it's like what what I've noticed starts to happen is that like I am totally divorced of the outcome. So therefore there is no problem, right? And the, mm -hmm. what's in front of me is the opportunity to be present, right? And you, when you get your mind to that place of quietness, you stop trying to solve those. I, for me, I've, I, I'm not trying to solve anybody's problems, right? I'm just there to listen. And if you, solicit advice i'm happy to give that um from my lens right which is my experience but that's it you know and it's not like there's never one of my buddies was like dude do, like it's it, it feels like you probably like never fight or like argue with your wife and i'm like that's not the case at all <laughs> it's we still you still have natural friction points with the masculine and feminine right like there's Always, yeah. oh it, that's what keeps the shit interesting right like oh, yeah. if it was all just like you wouldn't feel anything right oh, and, those, totally. and so it's yeah that's polarity man yeah and like i think you just the more you can quiet your own mind then you realize that there's there's no problem to solve you know i don't know if that's, that makes sense that i i, I a thousand percent you know i think i don't think i know that i think the i know i think that 
<laughs> there's been this this I think period of because and again as a, as a, a masculine identity like we are really like as hunters we problem solve right and we bring back the what we find what we've hunted back to the farm right and then we share a meal we celebrate we you know to use the analogy and so it's like the, it is this new tier of, of not needing to always solve and and i love what you said about like just like you're divorcing yourself from the problem like it's like it's not you like the problem's not you like and you meaning like it's not physically on you it's not inside of you it's not it's not even like can't even necessarily see it you know either it's just like it's uh, yeah it's it's a, again it's elusive it's illusionary it's um and it's something we've we're kind of like allowing the the monkey mind software to to say that it is something and is it is it really you know it's 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 the balance right is it does it all matter or is it none of it matter at all it's like it's you gotta there's that fine separation that, like that or the fine shift right because it, it is all one right and there's no separation and that said there's this fine fine two shift that we have to course course between and know what's ours what's not ours to find that inner whatever we seek right that inner peace that inner love joy um and and be and from that just that that higher place yeah man staying in the center i like on the eternal scale i'm like the the idea is to be in the center right mm -hmm. that doesn't mean that you don't experience the loop but you always return to that center you know yeah uh, the, the crazy eight will return us to the center too right yeah absolutely man i think that's a good place to to wrap this one yeah that feels right yeah that feels right dude i appreciate you taking the time to do this i know it's a little later oh uh, you know what i i with you man we could do this all all day all night so i i think we got we got to make these check-ins more frequent and uh and yeah let's let's see where we are with all these things we're conjuring up and and embodying and living and uh see where we find ourselves next yeah man no i did i literally just get lit up talking to you always and it's it's good to see you i hope uh you know you enjoy the holidays and stuff you too, brother. Enjoy the, uh, I've done a Hawaiian Christmas before, so it's, uh, you're in for a treat. Yeah. Well, you know, the, the omens are telling me that you probably have more in your future. Mm. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. That's it, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, that was an incredible conversation with JC. Uh, really just amazing human. He, he's, he's living out the conscious life and he, you know he 
just watching his journey and being a part of it has been such an incredible thing uh, for me to experience and, and witness. And he, you know, we just, he was sharing from the heart, you know, and just, it, which is typical for him. If, you know, I, I hope you guys got a sense of who he is, which is, he lives to give back to other people. And, um, you know, he's just, a, he's an incredibly caring human being. And I, I hope you guys enjoy uh, all, all that episode. Check out the stuff that he's doing at Relief if, if you need to. Um, and uh, shout out to Chris Williams for producing the show. Peace.